right, let's go. Let's go. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Oh, man, I love it. I love it. Huge bus. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. Welcome back once again as we take you up until 2 o'clock this afternoon. Ken Miller Show, Trent Condon running solo today. Well, Tom Caker from HawkeyeReport.com. He joins us on Fridays throughout the college basketball and football season. Here the offseason, but still plenty to talk about. And, uh, Tom, good to hear your voice yesterday on the teleconferences with Fran and with Tyler Cook. What did you learn? Um, you know, Fran, uh, I think just more globally from Fran that they've really put a, uh, you know, he's kind of gone back to the basics with the uh, Iowa basketball team. At least that's what I kind of heard from Fran, uh, just that he he's kind of broken the team down and now you're going to build them back up and try to reshape it again. Uh, from Tyler, you know, he, he says he had at least one opportunity. I'm curious what that was. He didn't say he had an opportunity to get drafted, but I, I wonder if he had maybe one team that said, hey, maybe we give you one of those two-way deals mm-hmm. uh, where you play in the G League and you know, potentially get called up and get a few more bucks in your pocket. Uh, but he wants to come back, and, and uh, you know, Fran seems to believe he's got a chance to be a first-round draft pick next year. Does that feel like a big stretch to you, a first-round draft pick? I, I think you're going to see improvement. I think he realizes it's important to get tape, not just what you do in workouts, but tape on the defensive end, knocking down jumpers. Though I thought that really did improve as the year went on. Uh, certainly in the Michigan game and the Big Ten tournament, he shot it well in that game. But, but getting tape of that, do you think, though, that he could rise to that level uh, going out in 2019? I'd never rule it out. Um, I, the thing I'd go back to, though, is I think if you're you're thinking, boy, that's really a realistic thing, he would have probably been on some of those top 100 lists um, for the draft this year if that was a real possibility. You know, you look at, like, Carson Edwards or somebody like that, Easton Happ, those guys were on those top 100 lists, and... So then you can kind of realistically say, yeah, you know what, there's a chance those guys, if they have a really strong senior year. But then again, you know, before the NCAA tournament, was Dante DiVincenzo on anyone's top 100 list? True, yeah. <laughs> and he's going to go in the first round. So, um, it, you know, I think sometimes a lot can change. And, you know, I think, I don't think there's any question he's got an NBA body and an NBA skill set, um, just, you know, in terms of athleticism. I, I don't think there's any question that he's an NBA athlete. Now he's got to become an NBA basketball player, and if he can do that, then it's, it's good for him and great for Iowa. You know, one of the things, and there's been plenty of times that I think both of us have, have questioned some things with Fran McCaffrey. I'm, I'm still considering myself a Fran McCaffrey fan. There are things, though, that frustrate me, as, as you know very well. But I think we have to give some credit here to Fran. You mentioned to us way back right after the season, maybe as many as five guys leaving. You, you go through a 4-14 and season, a lot of frustrations, a lot of people just questioning if you're ever going to be able to get it done there. 
for all intents and purposes, to keep the group together, to get everybody of importance coming back, adding a top 40 player in Joe Wieskamp, I think maybe we should give a little bit more credit to Fran than at least has been given to this point. I would absolutely agree. I'm amazed. I mean, the only guys that that left uh, early, Brady Ellingson, who wasn't going to get any minutes with Joe Wieskamp and, you know, C.J. Frederick coming in, but C.J. probably will redshirt, I would imagine, at this point. Um, and and Ahmad Wagner, who decided he wanted to go play football, so um, and, and probably wasn't going to get many minutes uh, this year. I think that's probably fair to say that his senior year wouldn't have had a lot of uh, playing time in it. Uh, but to keep everybody else was uh, pretty amazing, to be honest, uh, because usually when you're in a situation where you've had a, a rougher than expected year. You see guys start to leave and start to wonder about going somewhere else, and and none of those guys did. So um, you know now he now the challenge for Fran is you're adding a really really talented wing shooting guard, and how are you going to distribute those minutes? And you're also keeping Tyler Cook, so that front court that was crowded last year is crowded again this year. Is there still a chance, though, that Cordell Pemsel would look around? He he mentioned back after the oddity that was the uh, the award ceremony and afterwards saying, yeah, I got to th- look around and th- find out what's best to me. Then the university released press release a, a day later, or story, I guess is what it was called. Now he's completely invested. But do you think Pemsel could still look around this summer? I'd never rule anything out in college basketball. Um, but... Having said that, um, I boy, it, it's kind of late to do that. Although there are, there are openings, I mean, I'm sure yeah. Villanova is looking for some people. But here's the thing: he's wherever he goes, unless he transfers down a level, going to have to sit. So um, you know, it's, there's really going to be you know he, he'd have to sit out a year if he left um, because he's not going to be. He hasn't graduated, so he can't use the graduate transfer option. So he's kind of, you know, in a no man's land now, and he's probably going to be looking at instead of you know if Cook would have stayed in, he's probably Iowa starter at the four next year. Instead, now he's going to get uh, you know fifteen minutes a game maybe uh, as the backup power forward. So next on this uh, agenda for Freya McCaffrey, he's got the band back together. He's got to figure out a way to get these guys to play some defense is the recruiting seed. Tom, you do a great job at Hawkeye Report, kind of chronicling things there. And, of course, right in your backyard over in Bettendorf, DJ Carton. I uh, named his top six a couple weeks ago. Not his final six, his top six. And I'm just waiting for I, I believe it's inevitable. He's going through Team USA practice right now with, what, the under-17 team, I believe. Bill Self is uh, one of the coaches. I think Kansas is going to offer it. And I know they already have a point guard commitment, Tom. I think Self's going to find a guy that he loves and he thinks he can play together with the kid from the Chicago land they already have. Yeah, I just don't know if DJ wants to play with another point guard. I think he wants to run the show, and that's just kind of my feeling. And uh, I, I think that's what he wants is kind of the keys to the car and ready to go. Now, would it be odd if, he, if Bill Self offered him? No. Um, I, I think, you know, there's a chance that could happen. There's a chance that, um, 
you know, another blue blood program could get involved with them as well. I'm, you know, kind of shocked that they haven't. And I, I just, it, it's kind of baffled me, to be honest, that some of those, but a lot of those schools already have their commitments for, uh, you know, that 2019 group uh, that, that are already on board. So some of those schools are eliminated. North Carolina's already got, you know, Jeremiah Francis and uh, Kentucky's got, uh, Maxi already uh, in Kansas has got uh, Marquise Jacobs, a uh, kid out of Chicago. So I I don't know. And, and frankly, the other point guard that um, Kansas brought in for next year is, uh, is is a kid that's probably a two or three year player. And they'll still have Charlie Moore as a point guard at Kansas too. I just don't know if Kansas has got room to be honest to. Mm-hmm. Uh, to bring, um, a, a, you know, what would amount to being basically a fourth point guard into the roster uh, at that point. Well, that's good news. You you put me at ease at least a little bit. Yeah, I have. To, I am an expert on Kansas basketball, Mister Positivity, <laughs> Tom Caker. Well, I you know looking at his top six, and you know our Corey Evans just put up a, a story from Rivals. He's out in Colorado Springs for Patrick and. DJ are trying out for the USA basketball under 18 team. And, uh, you know, I don't think there's any question that Michigan and Ohio State are right there. Uh-huh. Uh, Indiana's probably top four. I, I think it's pretty clear the top four are all Big Ten schools. It's Michigan, Ohio State, Iowa, Indiana. And, um, I, boy, he, he is, uh, you know, mentions a lot about, Making about that national title run that Michigan made, and it to me, it, it here's the other thing: he's going to make his decision before November. They're not going to play; nobody's going to play a basketball game before then. Mm-hmm. It's going to mean anything. So it's it, it's really unfortunate for Iowa that they had a, a rough year because that's kind of the last visual you have uh, for Iowa now. He could appeal to him and say, you know what, I'm friends with Joe, I'm friends with Patrick, we're going to all play together, they got a big kid in Garza, and you know, I could be a legend there if we turn this around and get it going in the right direction and, and make some, and do some damage in the NCAA tournament or two. Um, you know, he could look at it that way, or he could look at Michigan and say, you know what, Beeline's in there quite often, mm-hmm. and he does a great job, and he puts guards in the NBA. And uh, those are all true statements. So um, uh, it's going to be really interesting to see what he does. I know he's going to make another round of visits uh, this month, hopefully, unless he makes that USA basketball team. Then I think it's going to be tough for him to give visits in everywhere um, and potentially make a decision. I, I think he's probably headed for maybe an August decision at the earliest. All right, so we still got a little bit of time, but like you said, no time for Iowa to win more basketball games and, and show that they have figured it out on the defensive end. Final thing, Tom Caker, Hawker Report.com, joining us here on the program today. Tom, as uh, yesterday, seven start times announced uh, by ESPN, Fox, and the Big Ten for the Hawkeyes. Over half the schedule set. Now, there's a little more oddity here with their connection now with Fox and FS1. You get some odder start times, the 4 o'clock start for Iowa State, uh, either 3.30 or 4 for the Minnesota game. But here's one that I was really baffled by. The game October 13th at Indiana, either an ABC, ESPN, or ESPN2 game, 
It was listed at noon central. That can't be right, can it? I don't think so. I think it's probably going to – somebody screwed up. Yeah. It's my guess. Though. Yeah. And it's probably going to end up being 11 a.m. But, um, yeah, that, and, you know, what happened, why we got so many is they allow schools to uh, schedule their homecoming games, mm-hmm. uh, put a start time on them. So I was uh, involved in three homecoming games this year, so that wow. – kind of helped, and they do all the non-conference games early. So uh, I was home, uh, home homecoming game, and then at Indiana, um, you know, it's a homecoming game. So they, they're they really a homecoming heaven So uh, this year. So they've got all those start times put together. And Nebraska, I, I thought Nebraska might be a little of a later afternoon game uh, this year, but uh, they're going to put it on at 11 a.m., on Black Friday. But on Big Fox, not FS1 like it was last year, on the Big Fox, the national brand. Uh, good thing yeah. there, like the uh, Iowa State game. Hey, final thing here in our, our final uh, 30 seconds or so, Tom, as uh, the Wisconsin game was one of them that wasn't announced. We probably won't know until in season, but take a stab. When do you think the start time will be for Badgers-Hawks? I think it's going to be the you know one of those 2.30-ish windows or a night game. The other Big Ten game, and that's really kind of the true opening weekend of Big Ten football, the other game that day is Nebraska at Michigan. And I know I get a ton of blowback back whenever I mention that that's an appealing game. Sorry, it just is. Yeah. Jim Harbaugh, it's Scott Frost, it's two of the, you know, you could argue two of the ten biggest programs in college football. I know Nebraska has faded, and I know people don't like talking about that, but Nebraska is still a national brand on, in terms of football, and they still put a lot of eyeballs uh, on TVs. And um, I know Iowa wants that to be a night game, and they're okay. campaigning for it, and I think that's the alternate jersey game and um, everything. So, um, But they're going to have to battle with Michigan and Nebraska, and if Michigan and Nebraska are both undefeated, I would suspect that's going to be a night game. I just do. Makes a lot of sense. Hey, thanks as always for your time today, Tom. Okay, thanks. Tom Kaker, HawkeyeReport.com, joining us here today. News, talk, sports. Yeah, we got all that online at 1700kbgg.com. Trust, quality, value. Just some of the words that have been used by Wolf Construction Roofing customers to describe their experience. Wolf Construction Roofing works on residential and commercial roofing, including single-family and multi-family homes, tear-offs, specialty roofing, and gutters. Wolf Construction has grown into a roofing machine that installs and re-roofs nearly 2 million square feet of roofing each year. Wolf Construction has been given the Super Service Award from Angie's List and is accredited with the Better Business Bureau. Call them today for your free estimate. Wolf Construction Roofing, 515-216-3643. That's 515-216-3643. And online, wolfconstruction.net. Greater Des Moines Habitat for Humanity's new Restore is now open in Urbandale. Donations of home improvement items to Restore are sold to the public to support Habitat's mission of building homes, communities, and hope. So donate, shop, and volunteer at your nearest Restore on East Euclid or in Urbandale. 
Get ready to start saving during Menard's Race to Saving Sale. Menard's has the products you need to grow your ideal lawn. Spectra Side Weed and Feed attaches to your hose and feeds your lawn while killing broadleaf weeds like chickweeds, dandelions, clovers, and more. Pick up a bottle that treats up to 7,500 square feet for only $6.99. Find these and other great deals during Menard's Race to Saving Sale. Now through June 3rd. Save big money at Menard's. Golf Headquarters, 2900 University Avenue, Clock Tower Square, West Des Moines, is loaded with great golf gear for Father's Day. Golf Headquarters Father's Day sale starts now. Cleveland Wedges, $79.99. Callaway Hybrids, $89.99. Odyssey Pro Putters, $99.99. Pro V1 Reloads or Father's Day promo at $19.99 a dozen. But Joyce Superlights Golf Shoe, now $59.99 on closeout. Taylor made drivers on special for $199.99. Golf Headquarters Clock Tower Square has the new Ping G400. Taylor made twist face drivers and the jailbreak Callaway Wood. All the best in stock and on sale. Golf Headquarters 5-star Google Fitting Review says it all, and Launch Monitor Fitting with Certified Fitters is free with purchase for Father's Day. Nike Puma Adidas on sale from 10 to 50% off. Tailor-made golf balls, $14.99 a dozen. Golf bags on sale starting at $79.99. Golf Headquarters Father's Day sale starts now. Give certificates available. One-day golf club regripping service for Father's Day. Golf Headquarters, your place to shop for Father's Day. Stop by 2900 University Avenue, Clock Tower Square, West Des Moines. Hey, it's Trent Condon here from Jimmy B and TC. If you've been talking and thinking about improving your health, I have an idea for you. Do what I did. Call New Leaf Wellness. My weight had been increasing, my endurance during workouts was waning, and I was just feeling sluggish. New Leaf Wellness put together a program to help me lose weight, improve my energy, and they can do the same for you. Call New Leaf Wellness today at 515-650-1358 to schedule a free, no-obligation consultation. That's 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. And tell them TC sent you. Easter Seals Iowa provides support for children and adults with disabilities in our community. From the fun of Camp Sunnyside to employment and daily living skills, Easter Seals provides a wide range of support to promote independence. We have so much fun out in the sun here at Camp Sunnyside. Learn more at EasterSealsIA.org. Hey guys, Nate Adams. Buying jewelry can be scary. When I was ready to propose, I went online first. But then I stopped by Christopher's Fine Jewelry. Christine showed me the four C's and helped me understand what I was buying. I got a ring that my wife loves to this day and a relationship with a local jeweler that is so important. If you're ready to propose, go to Christopher's today. Stop by today to see the many unique rings in all price ranges. Learn more at Christopher'sJewelry.com. is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards for brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. 
It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus. And online at therookiesportscards.com. All right, welcome back once again. It's the Ken Miller Show with Trent Condon here, 1700 KBGG. And we go one final time this week out to Las Vegas. He'll be back in Ankeny by tonight. He'll have his feet in his recliner, is Stella next to him. <laughs> Am I singing a good tune to you there, Ken Miller? You're painting a wonderful picture, Trent Condon. I can't <laughs> wait to get home. Uh, I really can't. I mean, we're home in quotations, of course. But, um, you know, it's, it's a wonderful place. Don't get me wrong, but it's. Four days is a lot, especially, you know, six months away from my 60th birthday. I'm, I've lost a step, quite frankly, <laughs> as far as going out and enjoying Vegas. But I went back to the Gold Coast last night where I'm literally one of the youngest people in the uh, in the facility, so it makes you kind of feel good. Um, but, no, I'm, I can't wait to be home. I really can't. It's always something to look forward to, and that bird lands in Des Moines, and you see the skyline, if you want, of, uh, of Des Moines from the air, and you know you're about to – and uh, get off of this freaking airplane back yes. to your normal life. It's a good thing. Well, there will be no airplane travel in the NBA Finals, but it felt like we well, were going to have a series upon us, and then, well, the the disaster that was the last couple of minutes from the refs to J.R. Smith. So many angles, Ken. I mean, where, where do you want to go first? This thing has been slashed and dashed, and it's going to be talked about, I think, for a long time, this game won, and just how crazy it turned out to be. Yeah, you know, it sure seems like uh, the Cavaliers uh, fired their best shot and had one taken away from them, quite honestly, Trent. And, you know, you mentioned two of the big talkers, of course, George Hill, uh, peeing down his leg on his second free throw attempt that wasn't even close. I mean, the nerves clearly got to him. His first one uh, was, um, you know, it went in, uh, but it certainly wasn't pure by any means, but the second one wasn't even close. And, and look, I mean, J.R. Smith grabs the ball right under the basket, Trent, he just needs to go right back up and put it in. There was no one around him. Mm-hmm. I mean, he gets the ball under the basket, puts it back in, and then they have the two-point lead. Um, it was remarkable. It really was. LeBron, you know, the, the reversal, never seen that before. I'll be honest with you. Didn't even know it was a rule that you could look at something else, but while you're looking at something else, correct what you perceive to be wrong. I'm not sure it was. Was he sent? No. Do they have to be sent? Set? No. Um, but it just... Bizarre, bizarre ending, and then watching it, knowing the number's 12 and a half, as I'm sure you did, mm-hmm. um, thinking, oh, my God, you know, this extra five minutes that they're going to cover and do so in overtime. What a bad beat that would be for anybody who had the Cavs. But in the end, they cashed their tickets. But like you said, just a bizarre, crazy end. A fun one, but uh, absolutely so many different angles. And I, I just I thought about it in this context. I'm going to put it in, in your favorite terms Football. I mean, can you imagine them reviewing a catch on the sideline to see if a guy's feet were in? And then they say, you know what, there's actually holding on that play, so we're just going to nullify yeah. everything. <laughs> That's kind of the same way, Trent. Yeah. I agree with you. I, I, uh, you, you can't you, do that. You know what? No, you can't. If, if, if you're going to do that, I mean, no, I don't even want to go there because you shouldn't be able to do that. I don't want to change the rules where a coach can – you know, a challenge, anything like that. That's not what this is. That's a perfect analysis, whether he's, he's got both feet in bounds or not. And then, yeah, he does, but there was holding on the play, so we're going we're gonna to push him back 10 yards and let you try it again. 
just bizarre. Just an absolute bizarre ending. Um, it just feels like, Trent, it really does, that the Cavaliers, they were going to win that game last night. And then, um, you know, who knows what happens. But I think I know what happens now, don't you? I mean, that seemed like their best shot. I don't know how that they can, you know, play anywhere near that level again. I mean, LeBron was all-time good. And this is saying something when you're talking about LeBron James. He was unbelievable. Uh, just, um, you, you, I felt awful for him. I really did. I thought that they got uh, one taken away from him. How can you, we both played sports now, obviously not at a professional level, but we've had teammates before. You've had teammates that mess up. How can you look at J.R. Smith? <laughs> how, how can you trust him again in a big spot to even give him the basketball? You know, you see him sitting open in the, in the corner. That That has to stick in your mind. That's another thing. How do you overcome that? It just... J.R. Smith, yeah. he's, hey, he's a different cat. I thought it was hilarious him walking around with the shirt off after they won the finals a couple years ago. And yeah. He beats yeah. to, to his own march of a drum. But you to not know the time and the situation there, and, and it's not like the ball swing around or there was a bunch of deflections. It was off a missed rebound. You know, it was right. off an offensive rebound. That, it shouldn't have been that difficult. It's crazy. Trent, this isn't Game 11 on, on a Tuesday night, December the 12th, right? right? Yes. This is Game 1 of the championship series where you're not supposed to have a prayer against this Warriors team. You had them beaten. You, now, again, George Hill makes the free throw, 80% free throw shooter going into that last night. Just made the first one, wasn't close on the second one. If Hill makes it, you know, who knows, right? Uh, and then J.R. Smith. But this was this was all after the, you know, the 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 the, the, the you know, officials completely, completely doing what I again I've never seen it before. If it's happened, you know, I don't want to watch, watch a lot of regular season NBA basketball. I assume at some point it's happened. I didn't know it was a rule. I'll be totally honest with you. It it's baffling. The whole thing was baffling, and the miss free throw probably hasn't gotten enough no. from from Hill. Because of what happened in the sequence directly afterwards. Right. What, what does this mean, though? The legacy of LeBron. You know, yeah. on, on the local level, you remember back when Iowa had the undefeated run 2015, and they gained more respect in a loss to Michigan State than they had mm-hmm. winning 12 consecutive games. Could we be heading down a similar avenue here? Yes, it's going to be another finals loss for LeBron, but the fashion, what he's done throughout this playoffs, playing all 82 games, even in a loss... Is this taking him to the next level up? Trent, if they if they get swept and he goes for let's say he averages forty, he's an MVP consideration in conversation as far as the finals MVP on a team that got swept potentially. This is what he's doing right here. He has absolutely zero help, none whatsoever, and for him to be able to, you know, do what he's doing. When everybody in the building, everybody watching at home, knows that 23 is the only chance that this team has uh, to, to advance, even to win a game in this thing, he's a marked man every night, and it doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. He's going to get his. And last night, in defeat, I think I'm with you. I think it helps his legacy. I really do, even if it is another uh, finals loss, and it sure looks as though it's going to be. But, Trent, you've got to be talking about him uh, if he continues to play like this in the in the upcoming games, as a as a guy that's going to get serious consideration on a losing team for the most valuable player in the finals, I mean, I don't know, I don't know 
maybe it's not even debatable at this point. It, right. It's happened, what, once in the Super Bowl where a guy on a losing team has won the MVP. I can't imagine it ever happened in the NBA Finals, though. No, I can't either. But, I mean, don't you, don't you think that, you know, what you watched last night, who was the best player on the floor and it wasn't even close? And, yeah. You know, to, to have the officials uh, do what they did and then one of his teammates do what he did when, again, he rebounded the basketball directly under the cylinder. You go right back up and it's a two-point lead for your team, assuming you didn't get hacked on the way up. Just mind-numbing, Trent, just mind-numbing. And, and MVP debates is one of them. There's some debates that, that I think are tired. MVP debates for me are, are one of my favorite things to argue and go back and forth about because measuring value, it's different to everybody. Now, yeah. if, if they get swept, I think it's an impossibility. But if he could even stretch this thing out to six games and have another 50-point performance in there and, and get this team even to six, there's no doubt you got to give him the MVP. It's, it's one on four. And, and Draymond, Draymond Green, that guy drives me up a wall. Stop yapping your gums. I don't want to be yep. old man on the radio, but stop talking. Stop talking for once. It, it drives me crazy. Yeah, no, he's getting that reputation, or has that reputation. He's not getting it. He has that reputation. He's clearly one of the most despised players in the league, I think. And it's too bad because he's got, he's got game. You know? Yes, yes. He, he brings a lot to the floor. He, but maybe that's what motivates him. Maybe that's what you know gets him going to play at the level that he does. But I'm with you. I'd say you can go around sports. You can find one of those guys in every sport. Just leave the histrionics out of it. Just play the game. You know, people, you know, Draymond Green's not waking up to anyone wondering who, who doesn't respect him as much as they did yesterday, right? <laughs> but at the end of the day, uh, he's got an opportunity to – you know, to to change his act, and maybe he just maybe he won't because maybe that's what uh, maybe that's what makes him the player he is. You know, it's almost feeling like when the Seventy Sixers they ended up getting the win and stealing Game One against the Lakers yeah. like fifteen years ago. They didn't get it done here. We'll reconvene on Monday, though, at noon, and we'll have Game 2 in the books at that point as it'll be played Sunday night. How about hockey-wise? When we get back together on Monday, what will the conversation be tomorrow night, Vegas in Washington for Game 3? Yeah, good question. You know, um, look, I hope we're talking about Las Vegas uh, being being down in a series two games to one. That's what I hope we're talking about. Um, but... It's. I think it's so even right now. This series, I really do. Um, I'm rooting for Ovechkin openly. You know, I'd like to see him get the get his cup. He's been terrific for the league, as I've said many times. And this isn't a an anti-Vegas thing because they knocked out my team. It's really not. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I love the story. I do. It, it's a wonderful story. It's creating so much more interest in non-hockey markets. Whether that interest is going to stand the test of time, who knows? But this team's going to be good for the next few years. But I hope we're talking about a Washington team that's one step closer going into Game Four on Monday night of, uh, of finally winning their Stanley Cup and getting their captain off that list of great players who never uh, won a championship in their respective league. And Ovechkin's on that list right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, been a fun series and uh, and very entertaining. I'm I'm looking forward to tomorrow night. Baseball over the weekend. If, for me, my twins, <laughs> did, I don't know if you saw a second of that. They were down 8 nothing, come roaring back, tied at 8, and then promptly lose 9-8. to eight. But they've dug themselves such a hole. Injuries are piling up for them. Feels like the Indians are starting to heat up. They got three more games this weekend. It almost feels like they have to win all three. And it's June Yeah, 1st. it really does, Trent, because I don't think there's going to be any wild card safety net in that, in that division, let's right. be honest. And 
Um, you know, it, it, I don't know. I thought the Twins were going to be, and I think you did too. I, I thought yeah. we both we both thought that this team, after what we saw last last year, uh, was was going to take another step uh, in their progression towards the top of that division. That if there was one team that could knock off the Indians, it was the Twins. We didn't see anybody else uh, being ready to do that this year. Um, but yeah, I'm with you. It, it's uh, it, it would certainly be nice for this. Twins and in, in, um, who's pitching tonight for them? Romero? Who is it? Uh, tonight, Carrasco versus I don't remember. Uh, it was Odorizzi that got lit up yesterday, and I hadn't even looked at the pitching matchups. I know there. Carrasco's going for the Indians tonight. Yes, um, but yeah, I agree. Oh, with against you. Uh, it, it would certainly help their chances significantly if they were able to win the next. Yeah, Brio- Barrios. Yeah, Barrios. Yeah, so that's so that's not bad. Um, but yeah, your your, your team's uh, your team's not looking good, and no. we just turned the calendar to June just to let you know. Uh, a long summer. We'll Where's get... mine, by the way? <laughs> That's true. Yeah, your Blue Jays are going to be probably selling off some parts too. Yep. Well, we both got the Cubs, uh, kind of our adopted team, obviously with our location and the iCubs affiliation. Uh, they got the Mets this weekend, and I brought this up to you yesterday. But I'm just I'm starting to feel real good about this Cubs team. We mentioned the Brewers, but just feels like. They have it completely figured out, but it's trending the right way. Yeah, I agree with you. I, I think that, um, you know, once we get to September, we're, we're, what we're watching is we're watching a redux of last year, right? When they, you know, no one, they're never going to, I shouldn't say never, but it's going to be tough for them to duplicate what they did in the month of April, early before Memorial Day in their World Series winning season. Last year they came up, uh, they came out and they struggled a little bit early. We're kind of seeing the same thing this year. Uh, but then they put it all together and they run away with addition. Kind of feels the same way as this does, Trent. I mean, they still got a, they've got some starting pitching worries, clearly. Um, but the bullpen's been good, although I saw Carl Edwards was DL'd, and they're having to make some moves there. But, um, yeah, I'm with you. I think this Cubs team is eventually going to take their place at the top of the division and, um, you know, make October as, as, as much fun as it can possibly have because, they look like the only local team, in my opinion, that's going to be a part of this thing. Decent baseball this weekend. Nats are in uh, Atlanta. It'll be Strasburg tonight. Have you got behind the, the baby Braves as they're being dubbed right now? Because I haven't quite yet. Yeah, we talked about that about, about, about 10 days ago, right, when they were playing so well. And you know, we both said it's maybe time we both spent a little bit more time brushing up on the Atlanta Braves. Yeah, I, 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 Trent, I think that this is one of these stories that – well, good early in the season. Let's get to the All-Star break and see where they're at. And if they still are around by the All-Star break, uh, then maybe you, you you take them a little bit more seriously. But I think Washington's eventually going to run away with that division. There's too much talent on that roster. Phillies have been great. Braves have been good. Mets are the Mets. And the Marlins are the Marlins. So I think the Nationals will win the division. But the Braves have been a good story. There's been a number of good stories this year. They're clearly one of them. You know, it's so much fun going through the, these matchups and you look at what you have this weekend, get something a little bit different. Tonight, it, it feels like there's no NBA. That's not till Sunday. Hockey, yep. that's tomorrow night. Yep. Boston-Houston, which is a great matchup in itself. But Chris Sale against Garrett Cole. Mm. That's must-see TV tonight for me. Yeah, no, it is pretty good. Uh, that is really good, actually. Um, yeah, I'm trying to find another one. I don't know what I'm going to do when I... Get home tonight. That's probably going to be it. Is Chet pitching for the Cubs tonight? I think he is. 
Yes, yes, he is. I guess yeah, exactly. so you know, pay, pay a little bit of attention to City Field just to see if he's able to, you know, finally put together a good start. But Sale Cole is appointment TV, and then they've got the uh, Sunday night spotlight as well, although I would imagine that the uh, NBA will swallow them up. But still, Boston-Houston, pretty good series, and um, that's Sunday night baseball to wrap up the baseball weekend. In pretty good shape. With that, we will let you get back to it. Safe travels back here, Des Moines, and we'll talk to you Monday. Can't wait to see you. Thanks, Ken. That's Ken Miller checking in. His final day in Las Vegas. Always good connecting with Ken. He'll be back all next week and, well, throughout the next months. And and then after his week away, well, I mean, I got to take a vacation at some point, right? Right? Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I like working. I mean, it's not... I'm not digging ditches. I'm sitting talking sports. I think anybody in this business likes what they're doing, and I think you see that pretty much each and every day here on our programs. With that, we're coming back here on the other side, going to put a cap on things, including our Hawkeye Swarm segment. We're taking a look back at running backs today. Great running backs in Iowa history. Dr. Stephen Fuller will stop by, who sponsors the Fuller Family Dentistry Hotline. That's where Ken Miller just was. Tom Cakert earlier today, Blair Kirkhoff, Chris Monter. And you can also catch all those podcasts on our podcast page at 1700kbgg.com. You can find both this podcast for the shows here and for Jimmy B and TC there. And uh, just go to your favorite listening device, your, your app that you use, iTunes, Stitcher, whatever it may be. Search Ken Miller Show with Trent Conan. Search Jimmy B and TC on the go whenever you want with our local programming. We're coming back on the other side. Back with more here in a moment on 1700. Hey, it's Tiki Barber and Brandon Tierney. We are Tiki and Tierney, giving you the big scoop on all the games. Afternoons on the Big Talker 1700 KBGG. Boom. Are you interested in starting a new franchise? You can find a lawyer right here in the state of Iowa that can assist in your franchise needs. Rush Niggett of Brick Gentry PC provides law services for those involved in starting a franchise. Find more information online at rushonbusiness.com where Rush Niggett can assist you in buying and starting a new franchise. A presenting sponsor of the 2018 high school baseball season on 1700 KBGG. Brick Gentry PC and Rush Niggett. The Animal Rescue League of Iowa is looking for people who can give an adoptable pet a break from the shelter for one week, one month, or more. Fostering a pet through our shelter getaway programs for cats, dogs, and even horses allows you to help homeless pets without the lifetime commitment. So whether you are longing for pet companionship but can't commit long-term or you are able to make room for one more on a short-term basis, we need you. Visit ARL iowa.org to learn more. MWE Exclusive is proud to announce their fifth annual meet and greet car show Saturday, June 9th at Blue Moon Dueling Piano Bar, a family-friendly event with just a $5 entry fee. Enjoy vendors, food trucks, cold drinks, live music from Cold Filtered, and tons of beautiful cars from luxury to classic to racing and everything in between. It's the fifth annual meet and greet car show Saturday, June 9th from 4 to 9 p.m. at Blue Moon Dueling Piano Bar. Details online at mwexclusive.com. Ask Sherwin-Williams and save 30% on paints and stains during the National Painting Week sale. That's 30% off a fresh coat of color for your home or your whole community. From SW Rural Green to SW Cityscape, our experts are always available. But this sale only lasts May 25th through June 4th. 
Visit your neighborhood Sherwin-Williams store today. Retail sales only. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. Washer Systems of Iowa, blasting grime and saving you time. At Washer Systems of Iowa, we have an experienced factory-trained service department and will work on any American-made pressure washer. Washer Systems of Iowa featuring Mighty M Industrial Pressure Washers. Mighty M, built in Iowa, number one in Iowa. Washer Systems of Iowa. Visit their showroom at 6050 Northeast 14th Street in Des Moines or online, washersystems.com. The Heritage Carousel turns 20 this year, and we want to celebrate with you. Join us on Saturday, June 9th from noon to 4 as we wish the carousel happy birthday. This great family-friendly event will include food, face painting, classic cars, magic, balloon animals, and, of course, free carousel rides during the party. So join us at the Heritage Carousel in Union Park on June 9th. The Heritage Carousel is owned and operated by the Des Moines Carousel Foundation and is a not-for-profit organization. For more information, go to heritagecarousel.org. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. You ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? Well, find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. Get real hair again and a lease with options. Mr. Executive offers a 90-day lease for just $200. Not the end of 90 days. If you decide to keep your new hair, the initial investment goes toward the purchase price. Look, don't spend any more money on potions and lotions that don't work. Check the latest in hair replacement online at mrexecutive.com or call 274-4049. Mr. Executive, 70th and University in Windsor Heights. Baseball. Is there another professional sport that brings out as much passion and as many memories in their fans? Kevin the Flag Guy here. We love baseball at Heartland Flags. Go Reds. We know what the flag means, and so do you. The classic pinstripes, the simple W, or the iconic throwback logos of your favorite team. Baseball is back, and it's time to fly your favorite team's flag. Shop in-store, 3719 Southwest 9th in Des Moines, or online at heartlandflags.com. Once again, with the, another edition of the Hawkeye Swarm, Dr. Stephen Fuller. You hear him uh, throughout the fall. We're going into the fall. We're going to have a lot of uh, big events planned end of the summer. And Dr. Fuller, well, before we get into the Swarm portion, you, of course, sponsor the hotline, Fuller Family Dentistry. you got your two locations, so new clients. You know, one of the nervous things for a lot of people is, I haven't been to the dentist for a little while. That was mine. I didn't have dental insurance in college, and the first time I went back, I was kind of nervous about it. You're, you're not going to wreck anybody, right? You're, you're nice to them. Oh, yeah. We're always nice and courteous and, and understanding. I mean, you know, there's things that happen, and people lose insurance and go on and off insurance, and you you got to fit the treatment to what the patient uh, needs. I mean, you know, you can't always uh, do the ideal treatment all the time, and... and uh, you present, uh, if if I was sitting in the chair and know what I know, uh, what would I want to get done? Uh, and, you know, as I tell my patients, they're the boss, and, and if this is what you want done, then that's what we'll do. 
and get it done. And that's a good thing. Two locations, East 29th Street in Des Moines and 8th Street Southwest in Altoona. Dr. Stephen Fuller here with Fuller Family Dentistry. Well, we have our Hawkeye Swarm going on throughout the summer. We're taking a look at a a bunch of different things. We've talked about some great seasons, some great moments, our favorite stadiums uh, traveling around. Today we are going to tackle something that was difficult to tackle, running backs. Running backs, some of the greats in Iowa history. So, uh, well, a few of the names that obviously popped to mind right away. you got Tavian Banks, Cedric Shaw, Sean Green, Nick Bell. Those are the ones, at least in the beginning of my era, over 38 years, that kind of jumped to the forefront for me. Do you have a favorite out of that group? Out of that group or out, out of, of all? That, out of that group, uh, oh. or, or are you going to go old school on it? Well, you know, there's so many that you could really, really choose. Uh, but, yeah, Cedric Shaw, I mean, how, how can you, the all-time, you know, uh, one of the best rushers that we've had in quite a while. And, uh, uh, you know, and he played, what, 93, 96. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, and you throw in there Liddell Betts. Yes. Um, R- uh, very underrated one. Because yes. he was working behind some bad offensive lines. Yeah, and he got the job done. Mm-hmm. And uh, he went on to, if I remember right, the the Washington Redskins yep. and, and played a few years there. So uh, for whatever reason, you know, our running backs uh, really don't go high in the draft and they don't last long in the NFL. But uh Hopefully that will change with uh, Akram Wadley this yeah. year, and and uh, but you, you know you think about uh, Sean Green. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, one year he's uh, a, a furniture mover, and, <laughs> and then he's uh, working it uh, for the Iowa Hawkeyes, and and, uh, and then he works. Uh, was it the New York Jets? And yep. I can't remember where he finished up his career, but uh, had a couple nice years so with the Jets. He had nice years with the Jets, and and you know. You know, how do you pick your best back from that time? You know, in, in terms of just dynamic, there's great moments. You know, early on, Tavian Banks, I remember him ripping off a run to begin the game against Iowa State, goes 80 yards and, and had a monster performance. The, what, 314 yards rushing he had in the game against Tulsa. It was just some unbelievable performances. We mentioned Cedric Shaw. I still remember that Michigan State game where he was putting the work on Michigan State, lowering his shoulder and, and playing so well. And Sean Green, there were a ton of those moments during that 2008 season. And you think about Owen Gill. I mean, yeah, the, yeah. The, you know, as, uh, our, you know, Hayden Fry used to call him the baby bull. I mean, you <laughs> yeah. know, how can you leave him out of that mix? And and what about Akram Wadley? I, yeah. We just mentioned him a little bit ago. But, where does he uh, fit in? It's, where does he tough. fit in? And, yeah. and, you know, he comes off the bench in his first uh, start up at uh, Northwestern, and he rattles off uh, over 200 yards, mm-hmm. if I remember right, or close to 200 yards. And uh, he was a true freshman. And we needed it then because uh, we were down to uh, the water boy or maybe me coming out of the stands. Yeah, that, that <laughs> was just a crazy game. You know, Wadley, a couple times early in his career, put the ball on the turf. By, what was it, four fumbles, his first 33 touches, something like that. He can't do it. No. And normally, under Kirk Ferentz, that guy's not going to see the field. But they were backs against the wall. They didn't have anybody else. They turned to him and, and an offensive line that was in the state of flux. Ricky Stancy, there's still people that can't believe he played in that game. They go out there and throttle Northwestern during the undefeated run. And it was a heck of a game. It was great to be up there at uh, Northwestern and, and uh, really see that. And the Wildcats really didn't have a whole lot to cheer about. And, uh, no. and, and if I remember right, 
at that game, they uh, introduced uh, the princess. Oh, really? Yeah. I, 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 yeah, I was like, who's that? You know? <laughs> well, now we know. <laughs> the princess. The princess. The princess. <laughs> you know, so some single season performances as well. Now, for me, I think maybe my favorite player just because of the time period was Nick Bell. Nick Bell, big hulking guy. The run against Illinois early on when they Illinois came in, ranked in the top five in the country, and Iowa just put it to him, got out 28 nothing at the end of the first quarter and rolled from there. Nick Bell was probably one of my earliest favorites in terms of running back. So that's one that I, we certainly at least have bears mentioning here. I mean, it's it's nearly in it's so difficult to to go through these guys and figure out how you'd rank them. Well, exactly. I mean, it it, it all depends on the year because the dynamics from year to year. I mean, were the backs, you know, really needed per se? I mean, they're always needed, don't get me wrong, but were you know, were, was the quarterback using the receivers more uh that year and uh, as an option and uh you know, we have it uh and one we haven't mentioned is Eddie Podlack. I mean, you know, yeah, that's yeah. that's a way back. I mean, right. you know, but uh how can you forget about Eddie Podlack and and you know the shadow of them all, Ronnie Harmon. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, and um, a guy in terms of talent, maybe the most talented guy that we're talking about out of this group. And another guy, when you just talk about talent, maybe one of those great ifs was Jamel Lewis. Lewis was healthy during the 2002 season, had a kick return for a touchdown, got the shovel pass against Michigan as they uh, whitewashed the Wolverines in the Big House. We mentioned that when we were talking about our favorite road games ever. We like those road games when that, we that take was it at the mine. big house. And uh, that happened right in front of us, the shovel pass to, to Jamel Lewis. But he had so many injuries. That guy, that, that's the one that I still wonder, with the offensive lines that they had during that time period, if he was healthy, what kind of numbers Jamel Lewis would have put up? Oh, no doubt. And, and think about... Uh, Tony Stewart mm-hmm. and yes. Mark Weissman. I mean, yeah. there, there's another name. He was one and done, but uh, uh, you know, he was basically the last option for the University of Iowa uh, that year that he played because there was nobody else. Everybody mm-hmm. else was banged up, and it was more of a uh, passing offense because that's what had to be done. 2004, it was Sam Brownlee. That was all that was left. Yeah. Sam Brownlee's not going to get mentioned in this conversation, no, but no. you got to love the kid. Adolphus Shelton, who, uh, in fact, I brought up just the other day, had the interception against Purdue during that 2002 season. He had to move over from defensive back to running back that season because they were just so depleted. It's a lot of fun, interesting conversation. Let's just go to the top. If you had one running back at his prime in an Iowa uniform for one game, who are you taking? Ooh, one game. I'd have to probably say Owen Gill. Owen Gill. Owen Gill, just right. because uh, he was a big boy, but mm-hmm. he could he could motor it when he needed to motor it. I'm going Sean Green during that 2000. Well, that's season. a good pick too. I mean, physical could run away from people the or, way or bang them. Yes, and put his shoulder down when need be. Sean Green, I don't remember seeing anything quite like that. What he was doing throughout the year. So, in an individual game. Give me 2008 Sean Green, and I'm good. And you won't get an argument from me on that one because, yeah, Sean Green, I mean, wow, what a 
you know, a total package that he could either outrun you or run over you. And, mm-hmm. and basically uh, the defensive back had to go, what was the license plate that just hit me? <laughs> right. It runs at Wisconsin and Purdue or two games that, that really jump out to my mind during that season. Uh, the whiteout game, the greenout game, excuse me, against Penn State. When Penn State came to town, looking like they were going to be playing for a national championship. And another one of those great moments, certainly in Kinnick history. And we'll be talking about that here throughout the summer with Dr. Stephen Fuller and our Hawkeye Swarm segment. So running back's the topic today. Before we get out of here, maybe a peek into this year at the running back position. You got Torin Young, Ivory Kelly Martin. Those are the two guys listed. And we're hearing maybe one of the young guys could come in. Henry Guile's been talked about from up in Green Bay going to be a freshman this season but you feel confident with Young and Kelly Martin coming into the season? I you know I think they've had some experience this last year mm-hmm. and and uh I I don't have any problem uh handing it off to either one of them. I mean uh they look so good when they got the ball and uh they kind of have glimpses of uh, running backs from the past. Yeah. Young's got that big frame to him and I thought it was very interesting going back to spring practice is you know, the co- coaches talked a little bit. You figure Ivory Kelly Martin's a guy that gets the swing pass out of the backfield and does some things. They are saying that Young was catching the ball better coming out of the backfield, and you got a big guy like that that can also catch it out of the backfield, something Sean Green didn't do very well. No, he he, he didn't. You <laughs> had to strength. hand the ball to him. <laughs> yes, yes. Don't throw it out there. <laughs> no. Just hand it to the big man. He, you got something there, though. I really like Torn Young. I think he's got a chance to have a really nice season be that guy that gets 200, 220 carries this year, change of pace with Kelly Martin. They're in good shape, but seemingly, as always, probably can't afford many injuries in the backfield this year. I don't think we can afford too many injuries in the backfield or the receiver court this year, and uh, uh, it does open up things uh, if your running back can get out into the flat and and the linebacker kind of goes to sleep on him and... and uh, Adds another dynamic that we really haven't had for a while. I mean, you know, Akram Wadley could mm-hmm. catch the ball, but uh, uh, sometimes the accuracy wasn't there. Not always the strongest point. It's a Hawkeye Swarm on 1700 KBGG. Dr. Stephen Fuller joining us here from Fuller Family Dentistry. And uh, each and every week we take a look back at the Hawkeyes and Also a peek forward from time to time. Doc, we'll do it again next week. All right. Have a good week. Well, thank you to Dr. Fuller for joining us today. It's always fun going down memory lane with him, talking Hawkeye running backs, presented by Fuller Family Dentistry. And the Fuller Family Dentistry hotline, East 29th Street in Des Moines, 8th Street Southwest in Altoona. Doc Fuller can hook you up. Get those teeth looking nice and clean. We are out of time for today. John Walters will be joining me during the next program on your drive home from 4 until 6 o'clock. Jimmy B and TC. We got Wolfgang stopping in and a whole lot more. Getting ready for the weekend. We're almost there, folks. We'll talk to you in a couple hours here on 1700. Afternoons, we talk sports on 1700 with Jimmy B and TC, Des Moines' savviest sports duo on the Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. When it comes to safety, nothing is more important than your vehicle's brakes. If it's hard to stop or you hear squealing or grinding noises during braking, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts. You'll find the brake parts you need from trusted brands like BrakeBest and BrakeBest Select at everyday low prices. Play it safe with brakes from O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices, every day. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. 
Come on out to Westwood Golf Course, Newton's beautiful 18-hole golf course. We're just a short drive from the Des Moines Metro. At Westwood, we have a scenic and challenging 18-hole golf course, a full practice facility, driving range, practice putting and chipping area, and a short game practice area. We've also got a fully stocked pro shop with all the name brands like Titleist, Ping, Callaway, and much more. Check out our Facebook page and website for great specials at westwoodgolfcoursenewton.com. Come play your next round at Westwood Golf Course in Newton. If you're behind in filing your tax returns or if you owe back taxes to the IRS, please listen carefully. The IRS does not joke around and will not stop their collection action. If you're tired of the IRS letters, levies, liens, or wage garnishments and would like to get a fresh start, please write this number down, 800-527-0526. We at Alleviate Tax will help you say bye to your stress and say hello to being in control again. Alleviate Tax has a program that allows us to negotiate your tax debt with the IRS. Call Alleviate Tax and you'll never speak to the IRS again. When calling, you will always speak with a live person with real knowledge. We're here to solve your tax problems. We've helped thousands of taxpayers like you settle their tax debt with the IRS. Call Alleviate Tax today to stop your tax problem from getting worse. Call now, 800-527-0526. That's 800-527-0526 and get the fresh start you deserve. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. Hey, it's Trent Condon here from Jimmy B and TC. If you've been talking and thinking about improving your health, I have an idea for you. Do what I did. Call New Leaf Wellness. My weight had been increasing, my endurance during workouts was waning, and I was just feeling sluggish. New Leaf Wellness put together a program to help me lose weight, improve my energy, and they can do the same for you. Call New Leaf Wellness today at 515-650-1358 to schedule a free, no-obligation consultation. That's 